0: On today's episode of the Passholder Preference Podcast, we talk about the passing of Stan Lee. We do our review of the Grinch movie that we saw. And also, a new segment, Getting to Know UO, Marvel Superhero Island, because of Stan Lee. So stay tuned. This is the Passholder Preference Podcast. Well, welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Passholder Preference Podcast, episode five, and there's a lot actually to get to, surprisingly. Um, but we probably should start one place, which is not the thing I wanted to talk uh, about. Not. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to mention it, obviously. Um, so, yesterday, uh, which would you're going to hear this episode on a Wednesday, so the day before. Just say that, Monday. So Monday. Um, yes, uh, we got the news that Stanley had passed away. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital from his home. He went to Cedar Sinai, and he uh, eventually, uh, you know, passed there. Uh, Stanley was the creator of comic books, uh, as far as Spider Man, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, X Men, the Hulk, this, that, and the other, um, and. He was 95 years old, which I mean, was Jesus. That was one of the things is like having the conversation with people about it. It's like it was sad to see him go, but holy crap, he lived to be 95.
1: It was so funny. Everybody that asked me, they were like, Well, how did he die? I'm like, Well, I mean, the man was 95.
0: <laughs> yeah, he died. He had I believe he had pneumonia. Um, there was a lot of I know he was having some complications. He has had been dealing with a lot of um a lot of health issues for the past couple of years. I mean he 95. was 95. <laughs> um, his wife had passed away, I believe, in 2016. She was 93. Jesus. And.
1: That's
0: crazy. Yeah. And uh, when she passed away, they had been married for 60 years. Uh, his birthday, I believe, is in December. So he was almost 96. Uh, pretty crazy. So, 1922 to 2018.
1: I saw that. I was like, 1922. So,
0: to really put this into perspective, the cat's going to drink out of your water, by the way. To really put this in perspective of how, uh, not to sound you know harsh, but how old he was, <laughs> uh, he was born five years after the end of World War I. I
1: mean, come on. Uh, he
0: did fight in World War II. Um, and this is the one that really blows blows my mind. Ten years after the Titanic sank. Wow. Yeah. So, like, that was still news when he was born. born. Ten years later, the biggest, most I- in unsinkable ship had sank. That's that's back of the hit... Uh, oh, hear about it right here! Here we go! Here we go! I mean, see. <laughs> the, the roaring 20s. So, if you think about it, it's pretty interesting um, uh, that uh, he left a legacy behind him. I was uh, reading this article how when he first started working um, with comic books, he was found out that a publishing company was just looking for assistance and he had no idea what they actually did. He walked up to the the publishing company. Said, can anybody, does anybody need an assistant? And they brought him into the back room. And in the back room was uh, was Jack Kirby, who was Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, and Stan Lee are like the fathers of Marvel Comics. And uh, he started helping them fix some dialogue that wasn't making sense and turned into creating characters. And the n- most lucrative character of Marvel is Spider-Man. And uh, when he pitched Spider-Man, it's his favorite character of all time because when he pitched it, his boss wanted nothing to do with Spider-Man. He thought it was the dumbest idea and now it is, it is the highest grossing um, Marvel superhero that they do have, so... Uh, 1922 to 2018, Stanley. We we will miss him. I was still trying to figure out. I did
1: shed some tears yesterday. I
0: mean, it was it was sad, and uh, it was sad. Definitely shed tears at work. I think it was like one of those situations, like where, uh, you know, I mean, when you talk about a huge influencer, comic books. I think what people don't realize about comic books, like comic books, really did influence a lot. I mean, I don't really know what the social ramifications of a lot of Marvel comic books were. As compared to DC Comics, I know that Superman was used, there's a great documentary, I gotta figure out the name of it, a great documentary of how the Superman radio show was actually used to thwart the KKK. Which sounds like pretty crazy, but it, I think it's called the Super, Superman vs. the KKK, oh. and a very very interesting documentary. If you have a chance to be able to Google it, Google it. Um, but comic books were a really big deal back then, and they did speak a lot to social commentary. And I think one of the things now is like when we look at Black Panther um, coming out, there was such like a visionary situation. And I mean, obviously in the current times, it was it was it was a you know for a social argument, a much needed movie to have. When Black Panther was created, that was during times when it was segregated. Like I mean, like this was that was a monumental thing to have. It, yeah, it's been around for decades. Hmm. Um, and if you think about it, also too, we're not that far removed from the civil rights movement. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like our parents were there for that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm still new to the Marvel game. I like oh Marvel yeah, Bears. no, no, yeah.
0: That's something that's been around for a very long time. And uh, so, it, it just as much as uh, the movies now are groundbreaking, the comic books that were written back then were also groundbreaking, but he has um, he's also one of the most prolific cameo actors of all time. The best. And Funny or Die did a really funny skit uh, about how he felt the Oscars were crap because they did not give an award for cameo actors and he wanted to be the first Oscar for a cameo actor. I wonder so if he'll do it. I wonder if this year the Oscars will uh, award him with the the one and maybe only Oscar for a cameo artist. I really hope they do. That'd be, be so cool. It would be that. really, really right, awesome. We got to
1: talk to you for that.
0: Exactly. Let's start, let's start the petition. Um, he needs to, uh, become a, uh, the first ever oh my
1: God, Oscar got, winner
0: for a cameo actor. I just got
1: all teary I'm thinking about how cool yeah. that would be.
0: <laughs> that would be a very emotional night. Um, So, the very first time he ever cameoed in any of his Marvel properties was when it was uh, 1982, I believe, and it was The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, when the Incredible Hulk, uh, the Lou Ferrigno Incredible Hulk, was on television. He was one of the jurors. And then, the next time I think he did it was in 2000 during uh, X-Men, when the first X-Men came out. And then, he's just been consistent in all of them. He has already... Uh, Shot his next three, the one for Spider-Man Homecoming, the one for Captain Marvel, and the one for the Untitled Avengers movie.
1: Do you think that all the ones going forward, they'll just like put him somewhere, like on like a poster or like something to keep his cameo going?
0: Yes, uh, there was uh, there was a lot of speculation whether they would do what they did, like in Star Wars with uh, General Palpatine, where the guy who played him in the old Star, when they did Rogue One, it was before the very first Star Wars. The guy who played that character in the very first Star Wars had died, hmm. so they CGI'd him into the movie.
1: And I keep forgetting that. Like we're way, oh yeah, way no, past welcome
0: that. to 2018. So they can literally put him in a movie if they wanted to, and probably replicate his voice from all the stuff that he's done. So. that cool. um, I don't think he would want that, though.
1: Really. I
0: don't think so. I mean, I figured... I don't think he would want to be turned into a, into a character like that.
1: Well, at least like, put him on like a poster or no, like no, something. No, no, I I
0: think they will always reference him from here on out. Um, and I, I remember I posted in the UOAP page when are we going to be doing the, uh, um, the visual for him in front of Spider-Man and somebody... Put out there. Uh, You know, where was the vigil when Steve Ditko died? I think the reason why Stan Lee is because in the 1970s, when Marvel really uh, started to become a, a household name, Stan Lee was the face of Marvel Comics. People didn't know who the hell. Uh, Steve Ditko was. People didn't know who Jack Kirby was. They knew who Stan Lee was, and then Stan Lee was also the one that got all the deals to be able to make uh, uh, Marvel survive by selling off properties to Fox and ABC and all that stuff like that to now bring us to where we are in the culmination of Marvel Comics now. So, everybody out there who's going, well, where's the thing for Steve Ditko? Cry about it because Steve the reason why Stan Lee was the face of Marvel Comics... And, I was um,
1: like, I don't even know.
0: I know, I know. But what I'm, there's the the, there's the computer, how dare you? And then they oh, yeah, those, those people. Yeah, why why did you not include him? Yeah, that's not, it's because Stanley was the face of it. And, somebody and, did
1: mention though that they should put like a memorial for him like in that, remember that like those big yellow things that stick out? Yes, right? I
0: still don't know what they're called.
1: Me either, but that would be really cool to have It would be that. really
0: cool. Um,
1: somebody literally put, don't put a stone. It's not a cemetery, and I'm like, it's a little. I, I mean, dramatic. I wouldn't
0: put. I wouldn't. You could put, put a,
1: like a stone, like. Oh yeah, in the ground. The, the, a, ground she was like, yeah. no stones. I'm like, okay,
0: all right. I mean, people people get a it's little bit
1: dramatic, a little <laughs> bit on, out of control with stuff
0: like that. Yeah, I think it's a little unnecessary. But I mean, regardless of the fact, I think that they will do some type of memorial to him. Uh, in some way, I mean, he's he's all over the Spider-Man ride. He's in the he's in the dump truck. He's at the very yeah. end, and then when you're getting off of the cart, he's the voice that tells you to put the the goggles in the garbage can, and, and telling you that he's got to get you know, got to go like get Universal, Jonah Jameson. down.
1: Can un Univ- Can Universal actually do something for him? And does it have to be like a? Uh,
0: it has to be something that the the uh, um, the
1: goers just put on.
0: Yeah, UOAPs and just regular uh, park people should. You know that's the one that they because they're not. I don't think Universal wants to be a part of it. Not they don't want to be a part. But it's they like the, the same, the, the same if, if thing. Like if they put it
1: on officially, then they're responsible.
0: It's like, the, yeah, exactly. It's like the same thing when we were trying to break the record for how many times you're going on yeah. ET, like that exact same. Like they, they will allow you to do what you want to as long as you don't disrupt the park, do anything stupid, break any of the rules that they have. But they're not going to be the ones Make behind it, it. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the way they're going to stand on that. So, but I th- still think that we should do something. It Just would sucks be cool. That we're so
1: busy this weekend. We could.
0: I know. I would I love go, to be able to go this weekend. weekend. That would be pretty cool to be able to do it, but yeah. I mean, if we can, so. uh, if
1: we can get up and down before uh, Friendsgiving on Saturday. Uh,
0: no, no, I have work. I can't do that. Oh, that's right. um, but uh, but yeah. So Stanley has passed away. It was a it was a a very sad day. Um, but like I said, he has filmed the cameos for um, Spider Man. Uh, far From Home I said Homecoming before that was the first one so I went Far From Home Captain Marvel I heard you say
1: Homecoming I was like I'm so yeah Far From
0: Home and, uh, and also uh, the untitled Avengers movie un- uh, which I'm assuming is Avengers Annihilation but this is not a Marvel podcast regardless anyways um, so, yeah, that's that. Moving on. Let's go to happier things. So today we got the first pictures of the UOAP lounge.
1: Looks kind of cool.
0: It was really cool. And, it looks
1: like a Coca-Cola lounge. Though. Well, it's,
0: it's sponsored by Coca-Cola. And uh, with my day job that I won't mention, I've, I've realized that they're doing a lot of, um, they're doing a lot of, because we work with with Universal a lot. Uh, they're doing a lot of promotions with Coca-Cola and that the promotions are coming through and not really coming through Universal. They're coming through Coca-Cola themselves. So they're doing a lot of stuff with them. But inside... I mean, I just
1: expected it to be a little bit more Universal themed.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you ha- you see the UOAP things. Um, if you go onto the UOAP page, that's up on there. There's a bunch of people that have put pictures and videos and stuff like that. Um, you see the the column, say, UOAP on them. And... Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of Coca-Cola stuff, but I mean that, the whole entire it's thing is all they get,
1: Coca-Cola. It's stuff. basically
0: all Coca-Cola stuff, but they have this one uh, you can be able to buy a Coke in there, and then you put it on this machine, and you press the button, and it turns it into a um, turns it into a Coke freeze, like a like one of the what do they call those things? The uh, icy. Yeah, icy. So it turn, turns it into a Coke icy. So that's cool.
1: It's just. I, I'm a little disappointed, I'm not going to lie. I,
0: I'm not disappointed at all, considering it I'm wasn't there before. I know, I'm
1: just... I, I expected it to be more universal. It's It's a Coca-Cola lounge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did you expect it to I be? I don't know, like, cool, you, like universal things, like, movie posters. Like, I want to geek out in there. I and mean,
0: I, I think the whole park is pretty much there for you to geek out I,
1: in. I mean, I know, but, like... You no. want something
0: new to geek out? at? yeah. That's it. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, don't you worry because we're going to get to some new stuff,
1: like a little <laughs> Universal Outlook cart. You know,
0: I mean,
1: <laughs> just walk around. <laughs> um, no, but-
0: it is placed in the Hollywood section. Uh, I don't know what store it is. Is it the 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 camera store or is it? I, somebody was saying that it was a. Uh, something would do with the vault but i was like i'm pretty sure it's the prop shop and the prop shop isn't going anywhere so but i it's in that line of shops i don't know what it took over from before but um yeah it's going to be there for a little while and it, it looks pretty cool and it, it, it is big which is nice which that was the one thing it was like the the amex lounge is yes, small as small. hell so the uap lounge is probably about, it's probably about three times the size from the pictures it looks like that i actually i haven't, we haven't been there yet so we don't know exactly what it is but we will go um but there's, there's comfy couches, there's uh, cocktail tables, you can be able to stand and be able to do that, uh, plug in your phone, get something to drink, hang out for a little bit, there's apparently free granola bars and water, I guess the same thing as the Amex Lounge, um, so that's pretty cool, and uh, so that, uh, I guess that opened up uh, today, it was really funny because somebody had asked in the UAP page, when is this opening up, and Universal commented back, it's actually open, and then all of a sudden... Everybody was posting pictures about the U, uh, the UOEP lounge. So hopefully it's something that's here to stay uh, because it'd be cool to be able to have that during the hot summer months. And, uh, you know, because once it gets really, really crazy in there and you want to be able to just, you know, bail out for a little bit, it'll be nice. So the UOEP lounge opened up today. Um, and, uh, we'll open up, I guess, recently, wherever like that. So if you want to check out some pictures, we'll repost some pictures on the Facebook, facebook.com slash passholder preference podcast. Um, a couple of things we are going to go over. Uh, we went to go see the Grinch movie.
1: So cute. It
0: was cute. Um, so we will give our little re- mini review on the Grinch movie. And today you universal posted five days. Um, and I'm guessing it's not a ring reference, so it's probably meaning five days. So they start Grinchmas.
1: Yeah, it's five days until the uh, the holidays.
0: Until the holidays start. The holidays so, in the park. so when they start doing Grinchmas and all that stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, before we hit that, uh, a trailer for a new movie came out, and uh, it kind of caught everybody by surprise. And is based off of a Nintendo property that has been mentioned coming into the park for a little bit a little bit of time. And uh, I don't know exactly where this is. I've reached out to a couple of people to try and see if they've heard of anything. But uh, the movie that came out is called Detective Pikachu, and it's about it's a Pokemon movie. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty freaking excited that they're I don't actually know doing this. How I feel this. about it? Will you, have you seen the trailer yet? You, you have no. not seen the trailer yet. Okay, so when you so where this is set in the timeline of the Pokeverse? Is much Poke-verse. is much farther you down. It up. No, I imagine it's probably a thing. I went. To, I was looking up websites today, trying to find out rumors about Pokemon World, Pokemon I just, Land. Like, I don't
1: know. I feel like like just like let Pokemon go.
0: You don't understand.
1: I, no. I no. I do.
0: No, I, I don't think it's you do. An because obsession. I, uh, no, no. But I, I don't think you understand. Like to be able to bring that, just like they brought Harry Potter to life would be something that would be just... Okay, imagine, so now Super Nintendo World is coming, and it's probably coming to the fourth gate that they're going to be opening up.
1: I'll be up. so annoyed if the Nintendo World is based upon Pokemon.
0: Well, this is the thing. So I don't know exactly how this is going to work. There's a couple of different names that have been... um that have been... Uh, put out there that they've gotten copyrights on Fantastic Worlds is one of them that seems to be the most prominent one so Fantastic Worlds for this fourth gate would make sense that they would be sort of like an Islands of Adventure uh, where it would have certain worlds that you go through it and a centerpiece so the centerpiece would most likely be another Harry Potter attraction probably Fantastic uh, Beasts and then you would get a couple other ones in there as well
1: give me another castle like Princess Peach's castle. Like, give me something. We'll Zelda's see, castle. We'll see.
0: Now this is this is where it is. So Nintendo uh, is going. That's happening. Like that is absolutely happening. It has been confirmed. They have started. Uh, they have started uh, construction on the park for the fourth gate. It was originally supposed to be in the kid zone. All the work walls went up. It was all supposed to get taken down. Then all of a sudden. All the work walls came down. Everything got a fresh coat of paint. So it's it was supposed to go there. Now it is going to go into the fourth gate. They're going to be opening. So a tweet came out a while ago about ninety why days did you until say fourth gate. Four because there's three parks.
1: Oh, I'm forgetting Volcano, Volcano Bay. Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't
0: go to Volcano Bay very often no, because that's why I was
1: like four. I'm like we like live vol- here. Two so I think, yeah,
0: Continue yeah, yeah. The, the fourth gate. Um, so. Kid Zone is supposedly going to be closing down, and what will be replacing it, we don't necessarily know, but a rumor has been stirring around for a little while that Pokemon will be taking over that part. Now, that the amount of things you can be able to do with Pokemon is is incredible to be able to k- recreate a lot of the uh, uh, re- recreate the gyms recreate the cities Let me get a ride fly
1: on Charmander's back and then we'll talk. Well,
0: I mean Charmander doesn't fly, but um, he has got wings. No, he doesn't. Charizard. Charizard does.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> Listen. We made
1: a Charizard.
0: <laughs> so, um but there's there's a good possibility that could happen.
1: Make it like the Banshee ride, and now we're talking.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that ride exists now. So the only thing right, they can be swinging able me to over. do. I'm like 46. Well because I mean like this is the thing is that like were you a huge Harry Potter fan before we went to I Universal? I never watched the
1: movies. That's what
0: I'm saying. So I mean but you went in there and you were immersed in it and that's what they're that's what we're hoping for with the Pokemon World. I mean, so right. Pokemon Go was really big. Now Jurassic Park came out with their kind of Pokemon Go thing that Jurassic World where you can go around and catch dinosaurs. So I want them
1: to put one of those rides where you like sit in the ball
0: yeah, that'd be really cool. I mean, that's something like that, on that's on
1: the roller coaster, so you can like see.
0: That is something that's been spoken about a couple times. I don't know if that'll come to fruition. That would we'll see. So dope. It would be really, really cool. But with Pokemon, there's a lot of things you can be able to do. Be very. Uh, it can be very interactive. There's a lot of things. And there's a decent amount of space to be able to take over that whole entire thing. Will that be it? But this new Pokemon movie coming out, generating interest for Pokemon. Also, Pokemon Go is still going. And I actually got an email because I did have Pokemon Go for a little bit because I was super curious about the whole entire thing. And um, I got an email from Pokemon Go asking me if I was still playing. And I'm, no, but thanks. So, I mean, there there's still some type of, uh, some type of, you know, thing generating with Pokemon. Could that be a new attraction in the park? I don't know. I hope so, though, because I think it'd be really cool. Um, But if you have not checked out the trailer for Detective Pikachu, highly recommend it. Ryan Reynolds plays the voice of Pikachu enough said. That's all you need to know. Um, okay, so now getting to the Grinch. Also, on this episode, we're going to debut a segment that we had talked about doing uh, a little bit, and it's actually on the podcast. If you go onto the podcast, the iTunes, um, you can be able to check out one thing that I did. It's called Getting to Know You UO, and it's just kind of a deep dive into a certain ride or a certain area, and since uh, Stan Lee passing on Monday, we're going to do a the very first time on the on an actual podcast, an episode, Getting to Know You UO, Marvel superhero Hero Island. I think it only it's everpo. Um, before we do that, Grinchmas. So Grinchmas is coming in five days. I assume holiday is going to start the whole entire nine. We're going to get the real Grinch, not the uh, not the fake floppy mask Grinch. I don't accept that Grinch. hashtag Not my Grinch. Um, oh my
1: god, you're aggressive. I
0: want the I want the interactive Grinch, the fun Grinch, the one that's based off of Jim Carrey. That's the best one. Um, so <laughs> Imagine if
1: Jim Carrey popped in one of those shows. Uh, it's, I'd die. Well, Jim Carrey, if you're out there. Do you know there. What he had
0: to go through in order to be able to wear that That Oh, yeah, costume? so it was horrendous. Oh. He had to go through, like, a uh, Navy SEAL training.
1: But it was like when Jimmy Fallon popped in when they opened up the ride. Like, he should just pop in for, like, a weekend and, like, do a couple shows.
0: Yeah, uh, as the Grinch? Yeah. A bit different than Jimmy Fallon just showing up in a suit.
1: Well, I... Okay, it's a costume. Like it zips oh, up in the back. The face.
0: Well, no, they actually, but the, that's what I'm saying. It's very different. The Grinch that they use in Grinchmas is like full makeup Grinch. That's the Grinch that comes out during He'll Grinchmas, right. as opposed to floppy face Grinch. He'll be all right. Hashtag. I'm sure they'll Grinch.
1: pay him enough money to do it.
0: So we went to go see the movie. Um, and Illumination, the, the uh, movie studio that put this out that put out despicable me and secret life of pets and singing all that stuff like that they love the money grab and this was an easy money grab for them because the grinch is a character that everybody knows it's an absolute money grab for them and they they've done a lot of mediocre movies that have made a lot of money
1: mediocre mediocre
0: movies despicable me was it was a good movie not saying it was a mediocre movie. That what they've um, learned from that there was that so *The Spickled me cost them about sixty-three million dollars. It grossed over a hundred and fifty million dollars. So they were like, "Boom, that's awesome. Let's take what we're doing here and transfer it to the rest of them." *Secret Life of Pets* that made a lot of money too. People loved it. Not that great of a movie. All
1: right, that one was okay, but the making a second one and it looks cute.
0: Uh, yeah, because I mean, you can't. This is their their whole entire thing is that they put. It's a low budget CGI. It's a. It low don't even bu-
1: tell me Sing's not good. Sing is okay. Uh, Sing was amazing. Okay, Sing was. I need you to bite your tongue on that. First of all, the I'll thing. Give you a secret life of Pat. This
0: is this is the thing that you don't understand about Sing is that Sing has been made a billion times. It was times. the
1: cutest movie. I it don't is, care. It
0: is the the sa- save the dance hall like that concept oh, that has been done so many you times.
1: You are a Grinch when it comes to movies. <laughs> well, I'm just saying
0: they've done it so many times, so it's it's not i mean it still looks really good but it is more low budget um, computer animation with recycled themes. Really? So, Secret that's Life, of, really and rude. also they. But what they do is they where they spend their money is they spend their money on the voice actors, and that's what really makes all the money for them. Because if you look at Secret Life of Pets, that is just littered with massive
1: stars. Well, they're not going to get B-less people. They're going to get good people to do the voiceovers. Well, what I'm saying, why would you they can pick, get like random Joe Schmoe's to do the movie? Well, because you can get really
0: good voice actors that are not known to people, and they're but very good. You wanted, but
1: why do that
0: well that's the thing don't is that you
1: put good actors and actresses in movies to get it to sell but that
0: doesn't mean that they're famous
1: that doesn't even make any sense
0: well it didn't because I mean like okay so uh, let's take this example the Animaniacs great cartoon right the anim.
1: we're going, okay, the Animaniacs. We're going back that far I'm right just now. saying
0: but, but, but the Animaniacs great cartoon correct you're annoying but great cartoon correct yes Okay, who did the voice for Wacko? You think
1: I remember that? You wouldn't know it if you were watching it, okay, though. Okay, I'm trying but, to talk about right now. Like, no, but Right I understand. now, in order for to sell the movie, they're going to put A-list yes, people in because that's the trend. Illumination created this trend. That's just smart.
0: Who, but who was is, who is the voices of Aladdin?
1: Baby, you're talking who is about... Who was the
0: voices... Of, but that, that's the only reason why I'm saying that.
1: I, th- you think I remember 1992 when I was two?
0: Well, I mean... You had a couple of... Three, big, I'm sorry, you have- three. A couple of big names in there. Obviously, you have Robin Williams and you had um, Gilbert Godfrey. But other than that, I mean, the main characters were all done by a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, the on. main character, Aladdin, was yeah, done Ron by is. just a Broadway actor. Anyways, so uh, Illumination has done this for a little while. So they, they got this huge money grab with going for the Grinch. And the and the Grinch movie, What it was good. It was funny. It was also, uh, to me, kind of forgettable. Like, I don't remember a whole lot from it. There's some funny parts with the goat and the moose and everything like that. And it is very funny. I do recommend bringing your children to it. If you don't like children, don't go to it. Just
1: don't go to an afternoon one. the 5 o'clock movie was open. Yeah. I was just a brat.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So I wound up having to watch this movie surrounded well, I by children. I couldn't get you to go to a
1: 5 o'clock movie because it was like three or four hours later in the day. I got you at the 2.31 because it was only like an hour later. <laughs> Tactics.
0: Yeah, okay. Um uh so we went to go see the movie. I, I did like it. I didn't say I didn't like I'll it. Was that you? Belly laughed a lot. There was a lot of funny parts. Mm. Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. Eh. The my my favorite character of the whole entire movie was Max the dog, and he had he was great. No dialogue. I what mean, was the
1: what was the moose's name? Jeff. Fred. Fred.
0: Yeah. Um, Fred. And uh, but but once again, a tiny bit predictable. Did I not call the ending? I mean, I annoying. did. Um, so I mean, but it's it. It was it was okay. But then last night, even though I fell asleep in the middle of it, we watched. The Grinch with Jim Carrey. You can't. but that's and a, what a okay, stand down performance okay. by the man. You
1: cannot compare the two movies. One is a literal real life people. The other one is a cartoon. What does that make a difference? You need to compare that to like the original Grinch,
0: which is also a cartoon.
1: Well, That's what I'm saying. Don't compare it to the Jim Carrey one. Obviously, the Jim Carrey one is going to blow this one out of the water. And who
0: did the voice in the original Grinch?
1: It's just it's it's it's
0: do you know different?
1: No, because it came out in like 1980.
0: Boris Karloff.
1: You're just a nerd. Yes,
0: of course. There's a reason why we're doing a podcast, babe. You're annoying. Let's um, go. but it, I, I did enjoy it. It was fun.
1: It was good. Don't listen to him. He's an actual. I'm fan. not saying that. I'm
0: not saying don't go see it. I'm saying go see it. It was fun. The worst I enjoyed part it.
1: The movie. Let me really be honest. Going to a two thirty movie. Watching Christmas and walking out to 87 degrees and sweating.
0: That also sucked. And what
1: a buzzkill.
0: My biggest, my 100% biggest gripe with the movie was my my favorite song from The Grinch is Your Mean One, Mr. Grinch. And it is done in such a horrific way. (sighs) Wow. I I, literally, the only thing I can talk about. And I think it was, I mean, I think it was done by Tyler, the creator, which... If you know Tyler, the creator, does a lot of weird stuff, but just don't mess with that. I don't know. That that was the one part that I wasn't a big fan of.
1: Hmm.
0: So that's that. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, we're going to finish this off today with uh, getting to know you. Oh, this is going to be a segment that we're going to do every once in a while. We want to take a deep dive into a certain ride or park. And uh, obviously, I did a lot of research about this getting to know you o and today it is Marvel superhero island. I was just really busy. Uh, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So you have the the article.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. So getting to know you o Marvel superhero island. What is today known as Marvel superhero island was originally going to be an area known as Gotham Island, featuring Batman and Gotham City, which was inspired by Tim Burton's 1989 Batman film starring Michael Keaton. As a result of the film's success and the success of Universal Studios Florida that opened in nineteen ninety, MCA Inc., then owner of Universal Picture and its theme park division and Warner and Warner Brothers began entering negotiations in early nineteen nineties for the theme park rights to DC Comics for the second gate adjacent to Universal Studios Florida. Right, let me stop real the quick. cartoon world.
0: Let me stop you real quick. So I looked into what the rides were supposed to be for, for Gotham.
1: Oh, I'm sure it was ridiculous. So
0: a lot of it is actually still there. Uh, the Spider-Man ride is basically what the Superman ride was supposed to be. Um, there was a lot of themed restaurants and everything like that. Uh, there was a roller coaster that was going through the entire park called Joker's Wild.
1: Oh, that's actually kind of
0: cool. It was, it, it, I mean, like what they were going to do. And then also on top of it, they were going to use the lagoon as a, um, as a. they're calling it the world's biggest show. And it was going to be a sh- a, a showdown between... Uh, The Joker and Batman that would immerse up to 10,000 people in a stadium arena type of situation on the lagoon. It is insane. And then another roller coaster that you picked one side or the other, like a dueling dragons, which wound up in there as well. Yeah. um, Where you would either be on the penguin side or you'd be on the Batman side. And (laughs) then you would go through some Joker lair, So you go into Joker World or something. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's
1: pretty legit. All right. So. Islands of Adventure was originally known as Cartoon World. Mm-hmm. ultimately the deal fell through as Six Flags quickly acquired the full license to DC Comics as well as the heated dispute regarding royalty payment for the character's park presence between Warner Brothers and MCA Ooh. side note went to Six Flags obviously lived right there yeah that, that Superman ride is so freaking badass because uh, you literally like it like lays you on your stomach and you basically ride the ride like as if you're flying
0: yeah it's just too it's bad cool. that Six Flags just like is horrendous it's, trash. it's, it's so it's bad such, it's, it's such trash it's and like going a fun like, spot. Down.
1: Like they like creak as you go through. Like you basically just like sign yourself up to to Today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marvel Entertainment Group Inc. was in dire financial straits that they sold off its characters' film rights to several major movie studios, including Universal Pictures. MCA then eventually negotiated the in, negotiated with Marvel for the theme park rights to the their characters, and both companies signed an agreement on March twenty second, nineteen ninety four. This contract stipulated that MCA will construct a complex of attractions, stores and food venues heavily themed around the Marvel properties under the under the Marvel Universe banner at the second gate. The agreement remains in perpetuity at aka good faith or indefinitely unless Universal decides to close the Marvel Universe area.
0: Which will never happen.
1: Never. Mm-hmm. Stop making payments for the property usage or Marvel opts out of the contract, providing that it needs a reasonable explanation that Universal is mishandling the use of their property, which they're not. Yeah. Construction of Islands of Adventure began in 1997 with the Marvel Universe area being officially named Marvel Superhero Island. Islands of Adventure opened the soft openings on March 27, 1999, and officially opened two months later on March, May twenty eighth, Marvel Superhero Island is among the six of the original islands in the park.
0: It was uh, it was a really interesting concept that they were trying to go for. I think originally they also had like a a Spider Man with a helicopter type thing going on because you can see if you look up at the um, at the skyline in Marvel uh, Superhero Island, there's like places. There's like strings and there's poles and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure there was some type of acrobatics thing with Spider-Man going on there. But I, that probably quickly ended. Um, what it was supposed to be at, uh, from Gotham uh, Island or Gotham City Island, whatever the hell it was called, uh, to what it turned into now. I'm a big fan of what it is now. I'm a huge fan of Superhero Island. And the uh, the big question when ABC, well, that is Disney, Bought Marvel was is Marvel Island going to are Marvel superhero Island going to go away? That obviously they have this this deal in perpetuity. Which if you don't know what in perpetuity means, it means forever, Um as long as they agree to continue I to mean, pay for the a, rights. It's
1: so popular, it's not going anywhere.
0: Uh, the only thing that sucks about it is that it's stuck in nineties era comics. They can't upgrade it.
1: They but why can, do you want to? Um,
0: well, because with the success, this is the thing: is like this deal was inked without understanding what the success of the MCU would be. So now, in um, in uh, there's a there's a, a bit more to that whole story, and part of it is that when you uh, when you look at what the deal would be, Disney is not allowed to do any simulator rides that have to do with. Um, Marvel characters, Uh, they have a couple other stipulations, but there's loopholes, and obviously, because in Epcot, they're building a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, one of the largest indoor roller coasters ever built, Um, and in Hollywood, they have, what do you call it, Uh, another Guardians of the Galaxy ride they do it's they took over tower of terror now it is oh
1: in california yeah
0: california it's uh what's it called mission breakout i
1: keep forgetting yeah i'm like
0: i don't have that either. so and what uh universal had recently had done was they upgraded the um they upgraded the track for hulk to be able to keep in compliance Which so is
1: great that's
0: awesome it so. made
1: me sick a lot when i used to ride it
0: <laughs> um so yeah, so that's it. So that's getting to know you, oh. I'll also take that uh, that part of it and I'll I'll put it on a separate podcast so you can be able to listen Sorry, to that individually. I talked like a robot. <laughs> it's okay. It's a you're, you're reading. For the first time. I mean um, it, it is what it is. So uh, yeah. So I want to do that just because, you know, Stanley obviously passed away on Monday. Um, but we're gonna do a couple more. I've got I've got a bunch more written up for uh, you can be able to go check out the Jaws one. I did a Jaws one that's up there now if you want to learn the history of Jaws, but I've got yeah uh, you know, the Ghostbusters Spooktacular, Back to the Future, all these different rides, all the histories, and everything like that. So we're going to start doing that more often in order to be able to give you a little bit more of an in-depth understanding of where Universal started to where it is now. Um, but that's it for today. We do really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at PP Podcast. Huh? That was already
1: 30
0: minutes? 35, actually. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you can be able to follow us on Twitter at PP Podcast. Never changing it. Go to uh, Facebook.com slash the. Passholder Preference Podcast. You can be able to follow us on Twitter as well. Kim is at It's Me, Kimmy B, and I am at It's Me, Ricky B. Loser. Um, yes, very much so. So, uh, But thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for hanging out with us. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Give us five stars. Give us a review. Send us over to your friends if you want to. Uh, we're going to try and see if we can be able to go up there pretty soon. We do have our hotel booked for New next Year's. Weekend. Huh? Oh. What's next
1: weekend? A concert.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go up to to House of Blues to go see Mayday Parade. That's We're going to try to do that. Um, and if we do, we're going to pop into the parks. We're going to do some stuff over there. But we do have our New Year's thing put together. Yeah. Um, so we are going pop to spend New Year's. We missed it last year. We will be back this year. Um, and pins. We're going to get our pins for November. We're going to try and see if we can be able to go up I'll there to get it. our pins for November. We did not talk about the pins
1: And they have a new Uh, December one, too. They have the December one, which is a
0: Grinch one, I believe, as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. (laughs) All right, then. Well, thanks again, once again, for hanging out with us. We will see you next week, and we love you.
1: Bye.